Welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to helping coaches create successful team experiences through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. In each episode, we'll discuss one quote that I've found can be inspirational, motivational, and helpful on your coaching journey to become your best so you can help your teams become their best. So lace them up tight, focus on your target, listen up and take notes as we dive in to today's Great Quote for Coaches. All right, and welcome back to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. And this is episode 59 of the podcast. And today we continue on our journey as we make our way through John Wooden's Pyramid of Success. Uh, Today we move up into the second tier of the building blocks of the pyramid. So, you know, Wooden had across the bottom of his pyramid five what he called building blocks. Um, And we've made our way through those five, industriousness, enthusiasm, and then the three people blocks, friendship, cooperation, and loyalty. Today, we move into the next set of four blocks. So those would be, you know, envision a pyramid, the four blocks on top of the five, as we will then continue on through each level until we get to the top. But also, so there's a total of 15 blocks. We've got 10 to go, but also he has 10 um, mortar characteristics that he discusses along each side, the, the kind of things that, you know, kind of put the, the blocks together and hold them in place. So we've got a ways to go as we make our way through this, and I'm excited because I just love the pyramid, and I think there's so many great lessons that we can learn from it and that we can pass on to others. Those of you coaching sport teams that you can pass on to your kids, to your teams. And so today we jump into uh, the second tier with self-control. Well, I hope we're all jumping in with self-control, but that's also the term that we're we're talking about. Building block number six is self-control. And Wooden talks about this in the concept of self-discipline and making sure that we keep our emotions under control. And when we do that, it helps us to be our best. You know, it's the concept of discipline that I've talked about for years. Discipline has always been one of my absolute favorite qualities to try to, well, certainly have myself, but also to try and instill in my teams. Uh, I fall short on this so often, even after all these years of teaching, coaching, working with young people, working with coaches and fellow teachers, uh, and just being a human being, I just I still struggle with my discipline. And um, so I know how tough this is. And yet, this is exactly why Wooden puts it in the the pyramid, and it's exactly why we need to talk about it because it's such a critical element to any of our successes that we are seeking in this world. You know, Wooden says, to become our best, good judgment and common sense are essential, no matter the task, whether it's something physical or it's something mental. If our emotions take over, we're not going to execute near our personal level of competency. It doesn't mean we can't be emotional and have emotions as part of it. We can't let them take over, though. Because then both our common sense and our judgment will be impaired. So, you know, if we let our emotions dominate, 
and we let our emotions take over as we are working towards some goal, working towards some success, we're going to make mistakes and we're going to have our failures. And this is what I'm saying for me personally, you know, I need, I know I need to have better discipline so often. I walk to that refrigerator. Heck, just walking to the refrigerator sometimes is showing my lack of discipline. Once I open that refrigerator up, what am I going to grab? But go back even further. What did I put in the refrigerator in the first place? Because I'm the one who put it there. So I need to recognize the importance of having the right discipline. And it, you know, there I'm just talking about what I'm eating. And that's a cr- critical element to my success in terms of my journey, trying to stay healthy. But um, there's so many other elements where discipline comes into play in our lives. Self-control provides the stability that we need, and it creates fewer peaks and valleys. And we talk to coaches all the time about trying to maintain an even keel and then trying to pass that on to their kids. We don't want the peaks and valleys. Yes, there's going to be extremely great moments where we're extremely excited and happy. Sure, that's great. And there's also going to be moments where we're going to be extremely down. But we have to try and smooth those out as much as we can and not make them so sharp. Because a lack of self-control, it's not only going to hinder our own individual achievements, it's also going to inhibit our team's accomplishments. And so, you know, keep this concept in mind, this concept of self-discipline. And I always looked at self-discipline, that term, and thought, isn't it all self-discipline? I mean, the concept of discipline is, you know, what we do, you know, doing the right thing, doing it when it's needed, and doing it how it's it needs to be done. You know, in proactive coaching, we talk about the concept of discipline as being focused attention and focused effort. You know, so it's what we are doing. So it's always self-discipline. Yet, of course, there comes the moments where one who lacks the discipline to do what they're supposed to be doing at that moment needs somebody else to help them with that. And that's where discipline then takes on a role where it's not just self-discipline. Somebody else is stepping stepping in and quote-unquote disciplining us. But this is where the word takes on a negative meaning for so many people because they think of it as punishment. We have to remember, though, as the leaders, why it is that we discipline others. We, we're doing it to help people. We're doing it to maybe help them prevent doing something they shouldn't or to help them correct and to improve something. But we shouldn't be doing and work instilling discipline to punish. You know, and, and yet, that is so often how it looks. Punishment itself does not you know, consistently serve productive purposes. You know, we can't give it, we can't have, have that, you know, p- be punishing ourselves and then punishing others and consistently be our best. And so we have to recognize why it is that we are instilling discipline and then try to work through and be as disciplined ourselves, model it for others, and then help others to be as disciplined as they can be. Discipline lives in the moment. It's a, it's a now thing. Yes, you can plan for it and you can write out you know, your goals and have ha- create habits, absolutely. But ultimately, your discipline is going to come down to what you do in every single moment. So it lives now. 
we need to avoid living in the past because that's not where our, our discipline is living. Our discipline is living right now. And then if we want to be better in our futures, we have to be better right now in this moment where we need our discipline. When we dwell in the past, you know, it prevents us from doing the things that we need to do right now. So like complaining, whining, making excuses, these things, we're doing that about something that has happened usually or something that we're being asked to do right now, but it just keeps us out of what we should be doing in this very moment. And so that's where our self-control comes in. You know, this self-control helps keep us right now in the present where we need the discipline to do what needs to be done. So we have to constantly strive to maintain our self-control and maintain our discipline. Love this concept. And I got a lot of the ideas as I've gotten most of the ideas that we're talking about here from Coach Wooden's Pyramid of Success by John Wooden and Jay Carty. And again, I, I recommend you, you pick that book up. So there's a few quotes that I would like to touch on here. And I got these quotes out of my book, Inspiration for the Graduate. Uh, this is graduation time. It's a kind of a perfect time for you to check out this book for your athletes as well, because I wrote it for coaches to give to, well, I wrote it for me to give to my athletes. And then I started publishing it because I had other coaches who said, how do I get that? Uh, and so I think it's a, a good book for you to consider picking up for your athletes as well. It, there's 10 different team themes right along the lines of what we're talking about in the pyramid and the things I talk about in the podcast and that I talk about in our in my blog posts on slamdunksuccess.com, uh, the things that I've written about for years. Ten different team themes and then a variety of quotes in support of each of those. And I have a place in the in the, the front cover, uh, the front first page for you to write a little note to your graduate. So anyway, uh, this is the time of year that when a lot of coaches are looking for a graduation gift, the, this book is a perfect one for that. And I got these quotes today from that book. Of course, I got the quotes from elsewhere originally, but I went to my book because I knew I had a great section on poise, which is self-control as well. It deals with discipline. And I'm going to start with Wooden. He said, when you lose control of your emotions, when your self-discipline breaks down, your judgment and common sense suffer, how can you perform at your best when you are using poor judgment? And this gets right back to the heart of what we were talking about earlier that Wooden said about our self-control and making sure that we practice self-control, don't get too emotional, and don't let our emotions take over, or that's when we run into problems. Here's the second quote from a um, former professional football coach, Paul Brown. I think, ironically, he coached the Cleveland Browns, if I'm not mistaken. Paul Brown coaching the Browns. He said, the key to winning is poise under stress. Well, again, there's another, you know, that, that other word that I just mentioned, poise, composure, self-discipline, self-control. They all, all mean the same thing and work in the same way. And what Coach Brown here is saying is, if you're going to win, if you want to win, you have to recognize that when the stressful moments come, and they're coming, uh, you have to maintain your poise and your self-control. Chris Everett, Everett, famous um, women's tennis player who was one of the great ones back in the 70s and 80s. I think she played into the 90s. Um, had a great quote that fits right in with what Paul Brown was saying too. She said, when I play, I'm boiling inside. 
I just try not to show it because it's a lack of composure. And if you give in to your emotions after one loss, you're liable to have three or four in a row. And keep in mind in her game, there are many small games that lead to the sets and then the victory or the defeat. And so she's saying, if I have one game where I give in, the problem is, is, and I let my emotions take over. The problem is, is that's going to turn into three or four. And like that, oh my gosh, you know, she's got issues. Uh, Tennis players deal with this all the time. And so, but this happens for any of us. We cannot allow our emotions to overtake what, you know, we need to make sure that we're controlling. And then let me wrap with this one. <laughs> I just always love this quote. That's why I put it in the book because I, I think it gets us thinking. It's from an unknown source. Not sure who said it. But the quote is, anger is just one letter short of danger. I love that. Anger is just one letter short of danger. You know, if you aren't careful and you let your anger take over, you are in danger you are going to have some real issues. And so, again, going back to what Wooden said, it's that ability to discipline ourselves, keep our emotions under control, not let those emotions dominate our actions. When we take care of business like that, good things will happen for us. So I love this concept of self-control and discipline. It's been one of my core covenants and core, you know, cornerstones of my coaching ever since I started many, many years ago. And I think it's an important one for all of us to focus on and to, you know, to be concerned with and to always keep in mind for ourselves and then for our kids as well. So, so that wraps up the first of the second tier of the building blocks of the pyramid of success. Next time we will cover the second block on tier number two, which is alertness. And so, Make sure you wake up for that one. Ha ha, little pun there. Uh, But uh, yeah, alertness, one of the ones, uh, something I wonder how many kids, how many people even think of when they're thinking about their success. And yet it's a critical component. We have to be alert. And we'll talk more about that next time on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. We will talk to you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. Please do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help us get more people listening to the motivational messages from the quotes we discuss. Finally, check out our new website at slamdunksuccess.com for more materials to help you on your journey to becoming the best you're capable of becoming. We've got big plans for new and exciting projects to help leaders grow and develop as we head into 2021. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches. Mm -hmm.